Okay, hey guys, good to see you guys. Oh good, we can hear you, yeah. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, well, hey, um, I think most of you I probably know, some of you maybe not, but uh, uh, my name is Kent and uh, this is my wife Paige and our three kiddos, we would uh, we would have them here, but they're sound asleep. For us, it's about, uh, about 1 a.m. Uh, in the morning. So they're sound asleep. But uh, anyway, we're glad to be with you guys this, uh, this uh, well, for you guys, yeah, this morning, Monday morning for us, Sunday morning for you guys. Yeah. So we're excited to be with you guys. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit about uh, our ministry here uh, in uh, Indonesia. And so we have a PowerPoint, uh, Pastor Ben, maybe we'll try to show that if that's okay. Uh, I'll try to do a share screen here. Go ahead, Paige. Yeah, can you see our screen? I assume you can. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. So, so yeah, this is our family, and um, uh, this is um, uh, Chloe. And uh, Chloe was um, she's ten years old. Was actually born in the Philippines um, when we were serving there. And then her middle child, middle child is Levi. Um, he was born in the Philippines as well. He's now seven years old. And then Caleb, he's our he was born in Lexington, Kentucky. So he's our only U.S. kid, <laughs> and uh, he's now four years old. And uh, we've been serving in missions, Paige and I together have been serving since 2008. And so for the last, yeah, for how many years is it now? Four, 13, 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. About 13 years now. And so, and you guys have been with us on that journey for most of that time as you guys were one of our first supporting churches. And so just very thankful for you guys. Um, just a little bit about our region. Uh, Asia Pacific uh, is the region that we serve in. It's a vast, vast area. There's about 887 million uh, that are still lost. That's like three times the number of people in America, if you think about that. Uh, and there's about 364, 365 um, Assembly of God world missionaries serving in these different uh, countries. And um, the five major religions are Hinduism, uh, Buddhism, Islam, animism, and atheist. And um, Asia Pacific covers every nation from like Japan to Indonesia, the Philippines, um, gosh, uh, Thailand and uh, Vietnam, Cambodia. Uh, so it's a, it's a vast, vast area. Um, I don't know if I can show this video. I'll try it. And uh, if it works, hopefully that's great. But this just gives a little bit of overview of uh, Asia Pacific.
Okay, so you click. Yeah, so our, like I mentioned earlier, our, our journey began um, back in 2008, actually it began back in 2006 after we got married uh, within Within a few months of, of, of being married, we sensed the Lord was calling us overseas. I was serving in Kentucky as a, as a pastor, associate pastor. And uh, so we um, went to the Philippines back in 2008 and just began to serve there uh, with a local ministry that was already in existence. And uh, we spent probably about nine to 10 years there. And while we were there, God really began to speak to our hearts about the unreached of Indonesia. Um, Indonesia is the fourth largest country in the world. Uh, it's a nation of great need with many unreached people groups. And so after praying for about a year to two years, uh, God just really began to open up doors for us to, to make a transition uh, to Indonesia. And so in 2018, uh, we started a language school uh, here in Indonesia after itinerating in Kentucky. And uh, we were in language school. It's supposed to take about a year, but because I did so well, they kept me for 18 months. So, and uh, so I studied the language for about a year and a half. And then, um, um, after that, God opened up some other doors for us to do ministry to refugees. Uh, there's many, many refugees here from Afghanistan and Pakistan and Iran. And uh, so because it's the largest Muslim, because uh, Indonesia is the largest Muslim country in the world, um, many of these guys will come here um, and find refuge uh, from their nations like, you know, Pakistan and Indonesia or Pakistan and, and uh um, Iran and different nations like that. And so, um, but their refugees are not allowed to be citizens. And so they have no way of working or any way of earning an income. And so, um, God allowed us to, to minister to many of those, those folks. Um, Indonesia has about 17,000 islands. <laughs> if you can imagine that it's a very, uh, massive just area. Uh, it's the fourth largest population in the world with a, a population of about 277 million. It's right after the U.S. The U.S. is the third largest nation in the world, uh, and then Indonesia is the fourth. And uh, Indonesia is unique because for Americans, most of us are not too familiar with Indonesia. And I think it's because we just we never had a war <laughs> with Indonesia. It's uh, during World War II. They were, you know, it was just kind of on the side there. We had troops here and so forth, but it was not like uh, the Philippines where many Americans are familiar with that nation. And so it's kind of a nation that we're not not too familiar with. 
but it has about 584 different languages uh, in this country. Bahasa Indonesia is the, the primary language. That's the language we learned. Has over 600 different uh, people groups. Uh, there are unique ethnic groups to this nation and about 160 unreached groups. Uh, an estimate is about 200 million people that are, that are just lost, that have not had an adequate um, witness of the gospel. Yes, yeah, so like Kent said, um, after we studied language, the Lord called us to Jakarta. It's a city of about 25 million, um, just a massive place. And um, this was in June of 2020. And of course, you know what happened in March, but God had a plan and um, he sent us there we believe because he had ministry for us with the most vulnerable and and those that were really struggling uh he led us to um some contacts with refugees these are men and women that have fled violence or they had financial hardships in their countries or because of christianity or even their ethnic group they were being persecuted so they ran and fled and many of them were on their way to america new zealand but some have to wait 10 years or more in Indonesia and many will never make it. Um, the Indonesian government does not allow them to go to school and they have very little medical care, but most of all, they need Jesus. These are, these are people that have never ever heard who Jesus is, never heard a clear presentation of the gospel. And so it was a wonderful opportunity for us um, to seed into their lives. The people live sometimes in small apartments with three or four families. A lot of times they're sleeping on a rug on the floor. I'm going to show you a picture in a minute. Or a number of them, hundreds of them, were in pop-up tents in a building in our city. So we often frequented that place and uh, brought food, tried to build relationships and minister to them. These are some of the refugee ladies. They are diff from different places. Um, Afghanistan, we have lots of refugee uh, contacts and friends from Afghanistan. And then this is a, a man that we were able to give a blanket and a pillow, just share the love of Jesus. He was sleeping on the floor with no blanket and pillow. And that's what he requested. So we are just so thankful for the way that churches like you partner with us so that we can be Jesus to them. Because honestly, it was the Christian that offered that to them. And Allah has not given them anything, but the Holy Spirit has spoken to you and to us to go. And he is seeing Jesus through us. These are some wonderful ladies that I was able to build relationships with and, and just love. We spent time together and um, they were able to see the power and the presence of Jesus as well. Uh, we had a number of uh, people in our home. Uh, at Christmas time, we had a party in our house and invited um, some of the people that we had met that we felt safe to share. Uh, and for the first time, these ladies heard the real gospel. We share with them the Christmas story and who Jesus was and why he actually came. We were also able to bless through BGMC uh, about 300 refugee children with supplies that they needed just to take care of themselves. Many of them are really lacking in nutrition. They're just eating whatever their parents can scrounge around for. And so it's just a wonderful opportunity because of your partnership. 
these are some children that you will see from Afghanistan and Iran. And these children received food. We hosted a party for them for their new year. Uh, the Middle Eastern New Year is different than our new year, and it's a big celebration. And so because they have fled their countries and have been hundreds, thousands of miles away, they have no family to celebrate with. So we blessed them and, and gave them food so that they could have a traditional celebration together. About 300 of them. And this is our friend B. We'll call him B because of safety issues. But I just want to give glory to God and tell you what God has done in his life. Um, he is from Iran. Uh, Iran is a nation right now that is um, exploding with the knowledge of Jesus. They still have to be very secretive, but God is moving. And um, B was actually doing drugs and selling drugs. He had lots of drug dealing friends. And one night, a deal went bad. Uh, he got into an argument with another man that he was um, purchasing drugs from, and he was stabbed. Uh, after he was stabbed, he passed out onto the floor, and he was bleeding. And um, at that time, God did an incredible work in his life. The Lord just reached down and spoke to him. He says he had a vision, and he saw a man in white. And that man, he didn't know who he was. But the man came and reached into his heart and took his heart out and put a new heart in. And he said he felt great peace with that man. And then when he woke up from this vision the next morning, he had actually laid on the floor the entire night thinking he was going to die from this, the stab wounds. B did not have any injuries. The Lord physically healed his entire body and all areas of his body, no evidence of being, of being stabbed. And at that time, he woke up and said, who is this man? I need to meet him. I need to know him. At that time, he didn't have any Christian friends. So he just went looking around. And his mother said, I have a friend that says she's a Jesus follower. So he went to talk to her. And she said, yes, I know that man. And his name is Jesus. And he wants you to give him your life. He wants to give you a new heart and he has healed you because you have a purpose in the kingdom. And so B accepted the Lord. And from that time he was on fire for God. He never went back to drugs. He let it go completely. An absolute miracle of God. Later in his life, a few years later, he had to flee as a refugee and we were able to meet him and his wife and many other refugees from Iran. But I just want to encourage you, as you give and as you pray, God does incredible things. Mm -hmm. He is seeking the lost, and he is able to do more than we could ever ask or imagine. Yeah, so this is a, um, an opportunity we had to do an outreach with a, a local church in our area just through BG, using BGMC funds. You know, for these churches, um, you know, Paige was talking, you know, it's the Christians uh, in this nation of Indonesia who are helping the Muslims. It's not the Muslims helping other Muslims, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Like with the refugees, they're, most of the help they're getting is coming from Christians, which is very much the minority, like 1%, 1-2% here. And so in this neighborhood, this outreach we did, um, 
it just communicates so much love when you do these type of outreaches and it's just simple acts of love, just uh, groceries and so forth. But we're using BGMC funds uh, to do that. And so this was an outreach we did uh, a couple months ago, maybe three months ago uh, with a local church in a very Islamic community. And this local church is just planted right in the middle of this Islamic community. And so we're able to go in and partner, or you guys are able to go in and partner uh, because of your partnership to go in and partner with this church and just do an outreach like this, just a very simple outreach of just basic goods to give to people. And they ask this question, why are you doing this? And then of course, we're able to share with them the good news of Jesus. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, we're really excited that we get the, you know, our kids are now old enough to where they're able to participate in that. And so they're learning, um, we're raising them up to be future missionaries. Yeah, so um, Ben, how are we on, okay on time? Yes, good. Okay. Everybody's all paying right. attention. I'll, could... I'll say it that way. They're all yeah, paying attention, so we're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You told me we could have three hours, so it's, it's up to you. Your kids will be waking up shortly then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you want to or not? Okay. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, speaking of transition, uh, we've just transitioned to another island uh, here in uh, Indonesia called Papua. Uh, I'm not sure, not sure if you're familiar with Papua or not, but Papua, Indonesia uh, is uh, has about 4 million people. It's about the size of Kentucky as far as population. And um, it's uh, the second poorest area in, in Indonesia. It's extremely poor. And uh, we, uh, we're, we've come here just a just about two months ago as the Lord has opened up this door for us uh, to come here. And so uh, within this, within Papua, there's probably 250 different ethnic groups uh, with their own language, you know, uh, that's one of the difficulties about serving um, in a nation that has multiple languages uh, is uh, sometimes trying to communicate. It can be very difficult. Whereas like in America, whether you're in, you know, California or whether you're in New York, uh, you know, if you can speak English, uh, then you can get by, you know, and it's one of the things that makes America, America, you know, is we have a common language. Um, and, uh, but so there's so many different groups here with their own language and so forth, but, but more than 60% of these guys live in areas that are only accessible by airplane. So you actually have to fly in into their tribe to land there, uh, to interact with them. And so it's very remote, uh, you, if you think where you guys live is remote and, and, and there in Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky, it's, it's even more remote. It's very, very remote. And so the only way you can get there is just by flying in uh, on plane. And so anyway, there's, uh, like I said, 250 languages and eight of those have a complete translation of the Bible. So only eight uh, of those different uh, tribal groups have their own complete translation of the Bible. And so that's um, an area where God has brought us here to, to work. Um, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be working, <clears throat> doing English ministry. Um, what we have found is that many, many people want to learn English uh, because English is the language. It's the gateway for a new job. Uh, it's the it's the education language of the world. It's uh, the finance language of the world, and uh, it's the political language of the world. And so, if you understand English, you can go a long way uh, in a place like Papua because uh, it allows you to get jobs and so forth that you otherwise wouldn't be able to get. And so uh, we're going to be working, doing English ministry, doing worship service with college students <clears throat> here in Papua. 
Uh, we're going to be partnering with the local AG churches to help plant churches. Uh, they're talking with us right now about starting a training center. There's not a training center here in this area. And so they want to start it like a training center slash Bible school. Uh, it'd be the equivalent of probably like the Kentucky School of Ministry, something like that. <clears throat> and so we're going to be working on getting that together as well. And so um, uh, we'll be partnering with those guys to do that, <clears throat> building relationships with uh, pre-believers, discipling, preaching, and so forth. Uh, just this weekend, I was able to preach in Bahasa, Indonesia. Uh, hopefully they understood me, uh, but uh, preaching the local language. And then we'll just be doing a lot of training, uh, training locals to, to start new churches and so forth. And so um, this is a brand new area for us. We were working in Jakarta. We were working with uh, refugees and so forth. But, uh, you know, the Lord just, as the Lord opens up one door, he um, closes that same door and then opens up a new door and this seems to be a new door that the lord has opened up for us and so with the blessing of our leadership uh we've made this transition uh to papua and this lady here is a typical papuan uh, that you see in, in this in this area did he say something we can't hear you <laughs> no i'm listening they're still okay. Listening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, oh, that's me. It's feedback from me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. This is our district leadership. And uh, this is our, what you would consider like our, um, our, our district leadership, our uh, presbyters and uh, superintendent and so forth. So it's just us meeting with those guys, just getting some things established here. And then this is Paige with some of the uh, ladies here in Papua at a ladies meeting and so forth. Um, yeah. So just uh, opportunity to preach. I uh, usually have to preach word for word. I'm not good enough yet just to be able to preach without, uh, without lots of notes uh, in the local language there. And so, yeah, so it's, uh, it's been an exciting time to be here. Um, God has opened up this door for us. Uh, like I said, we've only been here for two months. And we're only going to be here for another like five months before we come back to the U.S. for itineration. But we wanted to come here uh, for at least uh, six to seven months so that we could establish friendships, relationships with the local church, get you know, um, plan our projects so that when we come back to raise support, we can present our projects to the local church uh, in hopes that that the local church will partner with us on these new projects here in Papua. And it's just real simple. It's just plant the church and raise up leaders. And it's no different here than it is in Kentucky or anywhere else. It's just raising up new people uh, to plant churches. Um, part of what we'll be doing is working. There's a lot of orphans, a ton of orphans uh, here in uh, Papua um, and so forth. And this ministry here um, uh, with all these children is an orphanage that uh, you guys have partnered with. You probably didn't know that, did you? You guys have partnered with this ministry here uh, as for this orphanage and they're just basically training these kids to follow jesus and so forth and so they have a small school and so forth and so this is an orphanage we're partnering with uh in one of, one of the tribes uh, here in papua um yeah anything else? yeah so the screen up you have right now is pray give and go and okay. uh, most missionaries that we uh, have come in to, uh, which we renamed the church, you guys know us as Bethesda, we renamed to the bridge. 
uh, beginning at uh, 2020. So uh, we're going through a, a re rehashing of some things, but we've heard most all of missionaries when we do missions conferences come and they'll say this thing right here to pray to give and to go and i think that goes back to pastor troy boggs years and years and years ago saying you got three options every christian must be uh and paul brandon too uh, you must do one of these three things we're all missionaries we can either pray we can give or we can go and there there's people sitting in here and I don't, not sure if you guys have been following Kylie. I know you guys have got a lot of partners that you deal with through the Kentucky Assemblies of God, but uh, in, in transitioning, uh, we've also moved into the high school auditorium. Uh, so we're not in the little church building today. We're in the high school auditorium here. And God opened that door for us because I believe that God intends for us as the bridge to impact our community and to impact our friends, our neighbors, and even surrounding communities. We've got people here today from over in Ohio and different places. So we're not just uh, focused uh, internally and just it's just for us, it's for everyone. Um, so we want to pray, give, and go. And there's people sitting in this room that does that. Um, but, but I believe there's people in this room that's only been coming for a short time. There's some people, you know, today's their first day here. and. We are so thankful that God has opened the door for us to see new faces today. And people are, uh, we talked to a lady this morning that moved to Lewis County, and we're blessed that she came to the bridge with her friend. And uh, that's what God calls us to do, and that's what you guys are doing to those communities there in Indonesia. And we can't wait for you to get home. Uh, we want you to, <laughs> when you're making your uh, uh, schedule out, make sure and pencil in the bridge when you get home, uh, we want you here. We want you live. We love virtual, and we're thankful for this ability to be able to have you guys in the wee hours in the morning to talk to us here. Uh, but I want you to pray for uh, Mackenzie. She needs a team. And I've been coaching her and challenging her to step out of her comfort zone and quit doing it herself and get a team. And there's people in this room that will help her if she'll ask. That'd be a good place for an amen from the people in the room today. <laughs> so Mackenzie needs some help, and uh, she don't want to do ministry alone. And just looking at you guys partnering, and I can't imagine living somewhere that's got 600 languages. I, that just blows my mind when these stats come out and you guys are showing us. It opens our eyes. But I just want you guys to know that as I sat in here a minute ago, I begin to think back of other missions, conventions we've done. And a couple of years ago, you guys come in and you brought your daughter into the room. And <laughs> the middle son was just, a, just an infant at that time, and uh, the other one wasn't along yet. And uh, I remember us going around in our groups and our circles, and I remember her sitting down and and we ask her to pray for us as a group. And I've never been more inspired by prayer in my life than your daughter. And I, it never leaves me. Just the passion and the humbleness and the strength and the courage she had to pray that prayer. And it was not a weak prayer. It was not Jesus bless his food stuff. I'm talking about her praying for our group. And, <laughs> 
calling out individuals by name that she had just met for five minutes. And she's a warrior. She's one of those prayer warriors. And I, I covered her prayers for us as a church. So if you don't mind, would you please, when she wakes up, ask her to pray for Pastor Ben. And ask her to pray for the bridge and the people here. Because as I sat there listening to you and you was talking about a group of people that their gateway to success is learning English. And I thought about them maybe working in a call center somewhere. Maybe for some organization that we call in a help center or a, and we as Americans, we're jerks. I, I think we're a stench in the nostrils of God. Because when we call a call center, and because they don't speak English as well as us, we're just mean, and we're rude, and we talk down to them, when God may just be giving us an opportunity to be Jesus to them. And I'm tired of being a jerk. And I want God to change just like he did for me, a heart inside of me. That I'll quit being a jerk. So first on her list, if you will just list my name and say, Pastor Ben, to stop being a jerk. <laughs> Is there anybody else in here with me? Amen. We're not allowed to be jerks anymore. So when you're on the phone with that person that's on foreign soil and it sounds like, and I know we make fun and say, well, they said their name's Bob. We know their name's not Bob. And we got all these jokes and cliche things that we say. But that's some person that learned English, maybe by a missionary teaching them English. And Jesus is giving us a chance to just be kind and be nice <clears throat> and prove that America is a Christian nation and we're not mean. I want to be challenged to be Jesus to people that don't know him. So if you will, you guys, and if you can, I, I know you're learning the language and you're not experts yet, but I want you to pray over, first off, um, Paige, if, you, if you'll pray over Mackenzie specifically and pray for her team-building skills and for the hearts of the people here at the bridge to come alongside her and uh, to boost our missions uh, as a group. If you'll do that first and then, Ken, if you, you'll pray for us as a church. Uh, and if you would, pray in the language of the Indonesian or Filipino or whichever one you want to go to uh, that's easier for you. <laughs> okay. Tuhan Yesus, terima kasih untuk kesempatan ini. Terima kasih untuk McKenzie karena dia sudah kasih banyak waktu dan uang dan dia mau melayani. Uh, gereja ini Roh Kudus datang datang dan uh, menjema hati-hati mereka supaya uh, ada jemaat yang lain yang bisa membantu Mackenzie kasih mereka visi supaya mereka bisa melayani banyak orang yang belum mempercayai Tuhan Yesus terima kasih untuk komitmen untuk komitmen Mackenzie dan hati 
dia dalam tu, nama Tuhan Yesus kami berdoa. Amin. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Tuhan Yesus, um, yeah, just to long then Ibu Leslie, then Gereja uh, Gereja, um, <coughs> the bridge, and uh, just to long semuanya di sana pagi ini memberikan adus hati dan kebenaran di hidup hidup mereka dan memberikan diam pada pagi ini dan Tuhan Yesus terima kasih untuk semuanya di sana mereka memberikan setiap bulan untuk misioneri di dunia dan Ya, terima kasih Tuhan. Dalam nama Tuhan Yesus, kami berdoa. Amen. 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 How awesome is that uh, for us here at the bridge? And um, is there anybody that would be willing to come up and just lead us in prayer? Uh, somebody from the bridge here that would lead us in prayer uh, for the parishes and their ministry. So anybody that, if you want to come up and pray, I, I want somebody to come up and pray. Don't knock each other down. Come on up. Somebody <laughs> should be willing to pray. And I know it's in front of everybody, but it'll be okay. Nobody's going to laugh or mock or make fun. Here comes beautiful. Here comes my Aunt Mary. She's she's coming up to pray. So Ken and Paige, uh, this is the aunt that uh, brought me back to life in the cistern when I was dead. And uh, she brings dead things to life. So uh, yeah. as she prays, know that God will move. Thank you, Lord. We just come to you right now for the parishes. We thank you, Lord, for the mission that they're doing. Father, for the arms of the outreached that they're touching these people that don't know you. Father, I pray that you just bless these souls, that you open these ears and these eyes and these hearts, Father God, that they'll come to know you and that they'll know the peace and the love that comes just from living for you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we just pray that you watch over their family and keep them safe, Lord. As we know, it's hard times, Father God, being in other countries. We are so blessed in America, and we don't even realize how blessed we are. But, Father God, we just pray that you put a hedge around them, send your ministering angels to speak and uplift them, and we just praise you this day, and we pray, Lord, that you'll touch the bridge like never before. Wake us up, Lord God. Wake us up to your word and to your speech. Wake us up, God, that we can call upon you in the midnight hours, knowing that you're going to hear and answer our prayers. We just thank you, Lord, for every soul that you're bringing in. And, Father, I just know that you're bringing in more souls and that we're going to come alive for Jesus in this year. In Jesus Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Aunt Mary. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we love you guys so much, and we're so thankful for this opportunity for you to share with our church. And uh, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we we will welcome you with open arms when you get home, and you guys enjoy your night of rest and give the kids our love. And if you have special requests or special needs that you need some kind of special partnership from us financially, sometime that you're going to do an outreach like that, make sure and reach out, and we'll take up special offerings. If if there's kids downtown that needs a that needs a blanket, we want to be there, and we're going to be the church that is there. Not in word, but in deed. And you guys just let us know what you need, and, and we'll do everything in our power to to meet you there, okay? So we're going to sign off, and we love you.
and uh, we'll see you later. Okay. Right. Bye, guys. Thank Bye you now. so much. God bless you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you, too. So hopefully that was something that you could uh, feel, that it wasn't just something we heard, but it's something we feel, because God wants us to, uh, as Aunt Mary prayed, come alive. And I don't know about you, but when I look around the room and I see the kids coming through the door and I see the people out there, the, the greeters out there making coffee and sharing and people coming early and setting up the equipment and everything to do our church services. It's just awesome to see what God's doing at the bridge. And sometimes I get overwhelmed and sometimes I feel like I want to quit. And sometimes I feel like I'm uninspiring. And sometimes I feel the enemy will speak, like I've told you the last several weeks. And he, he calls us confusion, strife, all those things. But when I sit through things like this, it just reignites me to keep doing what we're doing. Amen? I would like to see some of these seats filled, though, wouldn't you? There's two people said amen. The rest of you, are you just like, no, I'm glad I got my seat and they ain't around me? Okay. There's a lot of emptiness right here, a lot of emptiness right here. Most of you are micro-baptist, I guess, sitting in the back. That's okay. But there is people that don't know Jesus in our community, in our communities around. I, I think God's getting ready to open up to where we're going to see people come from Mason County and Fleming County and, and people from around is going to come and see what God is doing at the bridge because he's moving. He's moving in your heart, and I realize it, and I recognize it, and the passion you've got is real. And there's nothing more I love when I... Drive through Toesboro and heading towards Fleming County there the day that I was driving by Connor's house and just looked over and, and, and just grateful to God that he's given us people as I just drive through different communities that I see people, wow, they're part of the bridge. And it's not easy getting here, right? It's pretty far distance, and I know she's got veterinary stuff to go do, but you guys still come. It's awesome. And we're just so grateful. My sister's here, and my niece, Brimley, I love you. Um, Proud that you're my family. And I'm so grateful that you guys have your families here too. And if you don't, continue to believe because God's going to bring them. They're getting ready to come. Keep inviting. Keep loving like never before. Keep encouraging. Jesus is doing a work. So if you would, let's just bow our head and close our eyes and we're going to have a closing prayer. Father, I thank you for the people that is here at the bridge today, not only in person, but also is watching by Facebook Live and that will be listening to this message maybe in a podcast this week because they wasn't able to be here today. God, I pray over our church and our congregation, God, that we would become so missions-minded God, that the cares of this world and the struggles that we face, Lord, would be blurred by our laser focus on you. 
And Lord, on our laser focus of becoming like you, because when you went to towns, you reach out to that guy with a withered hand and his hand become whole and they saw a miracle that day. Lord, when you walked into Jerusalem and that guy was laying on the mat for years, as you walked by, you told him to get up, rise up, take up your bed and walk, and he walked. And Jesus, as you walked into that city that day and your disciples went into town and you sat on that well and that woman came with so many heartaches and so much pain and divorce and all those things that you spoke to her, God, and something awakened within her that she knew that she meant the Messiah. God, I pray today, Lord, that we would be like you as we go out into the highways and byways, that we would compel people, come with me, come with me to the bridge because Jesus will meet you there. Allow us to be missionaries to our community. The way that the parishes are to their community there in Indonesia. And God, I pray that you would just open doors, that you would continue to bless their ministry. And God, as their kids go out into the uh, schools and the communities, God, that they could speak with boldness and clarity, and many will come to know you. Jesus, you said in your word that no other name under heaven can men be saved but by the name of Jesus. God, I pray for the people in this room today that they would become emboldened to say the name Jesus, that we wouldn't be ashamed of the gospel, God, but we would be able to be, speak it clearly and effectively and see many come to you. You are the answer to our woes and our problems. Our society has issues, but Jesus, you are the answer. Move in a mighty way in our midst, God. Thank you for blessing the Bridge Church to be a missions church. God, thank you for allowing us to, to have partners like Mackenzie that steps up and steps out and does the right thing. I speak financial blessing over her home, over her husband, God, over her mother and father-in-law, over her in-laws, God, over her family, over her mom and dad. God, I speak blessings over them in the name of Jesus. And she gives to you, God. Increase her borders, oh God. Encourage her and strengthen her. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. Amen.